Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 296. Now, today's episode might seem super random, but I just got back from my last work trip. So for those of you who don't know, yes, I'm a dietitian. I have a private practice where we specialize in one-on-one and small group coaching for nutrition and fitness, body image, And I also work full-time in the fitness industry as a fitness manager, support, whatever you want to call it. And so I oversee international countries and support them with our fitness programming. So anyways, I would like to consider myself maybe a travel expert. And I was going through security and it just brought to my attention like, wait, I know a lot about how to navigate the airport, how to navigate travel while fueling myself in a way that doesn't feel stressful. I remember the days where I used to get so stressed about traveling because it felt like it would totally throw me off track and I'd get, you know, air quotes off the bandwagon and just never felt good, had a lot of GI distress and travel doesn't stress me out anymore. It's really not a big deal. And so I thought today, while it's fresh in my brain, I would share with you some of my tips and tricks on how to travel while nourishing yourself in a way that just doesn't feel stressful. It doesn't feel like a big deal because I hope, my my biggest hope for you is that when you fully lean in, you fully embrace a non-diet approach, you go all in with intuitive eating, is that you're able to do more fun things with your life. And maybe for you, one of those super fun, ridiculous, awesome things that you never thought you could enjoy the same way is travel. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. I'd like to consider myself a travel expert by now, but I know I'm definitely not. I know I still have a lot to learn. So today I'm just going to share things that have worked for me, things that I have learned either through trial and error, or I've had to look up, or I've simply just messed it up. And I want you to avoid that stress because travel can be stressful. But last year I visited, I think, maybe 10 countries in six months. And it was, I tell you what, it was just straight chaos. It was awesome and wonderful, but definitely chaotic. And anytime we get thrown out of our routine, it can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be. So it can be, but doesn't have to be. So today, I'm just going to share with you some tips and tricks on how you can get through TSA with some snacks what things to do, what things not to do. And hopefully you just walk into the airport with a little more swag next time. You feel a little more confident, your shoulders pulled back. And I definitely have learned the hard way of buying 
you know, hot sauce or salsa, or I specifically remember I was so excited. I was at the Denver airport visiting a friend. There's a super cute farmer's market right on the way to the airport. And so I thought, oh, this is wonderful. I'm going to buy these things as souvenirs, as gifts for my family when I get home, only to find out that I had to just throw it away. So that sucks. That's like the worst feeling when you buy something for yourself or someone, and then you can't bring it through. So first, I know you know this, but TSA has rules for the main reason being security, right? They have strict laws and regulations, especially with bringing on food and drinks to ensure safety. Now, before I go into these, I want you to know that in Australia, you can't even bring hot coffee on a plane. So let's be grateful for those of you who are listening here in the United States or other countries where you can bring your delicious coffee for that 5 a.m. flight or 6 a.m. flight. Enjoy that because not all countries have that luxury. So today in this podcast, I'm talking about the United States of America, just to clarify, because I know we have listeners from all over the world, which is awesome. So let's start with just kind of a general overview, right? The TSA has regulations specifically on liquids, gels. There are rules around certain types of foods, such as fresh fruits and vegetables, depending on where you're entering and exiting. Typically, that is more of a international issue versus domestically. There's also some common items that you're not allowed to bring through TSA, such as, you know, certain, certain types of, again, this is more internationally, which we'll talk a little bit about later, but there's certain like nuts and seeds. And even if it's packaged, you can't bring it into a country. And the reason for that is because there's certain agricultural consequences that can happen. Let's say you bring a piece of produce that has, you know, some sort of, a bug on it and you bring it into a country that could completely wipe out, you know, the crops of that specific country and be really devastational to to the agriculture and the and the produce in that specific area. So they're very strict internationally when it comes to like fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, those types of things. As you probably know, the mo- more common, I think, knowledge that people really really know is the liquids. So you're not able to bring beverages or really just any liquids over 3.4 ounces. And so what happens if you do that? I mean, it really just depends where you are. The biggest issue you run into in the United States is that they're going to just throw it away. Uh, They're going to throw it away. They're going to confiscate it. But you could also just be delayed. You know, even if you you say, okay, throw it away, no big deal. They're still going to hold you there and you could risk like, you know, missing your flight, or you could even face certain fines or legal actions on in an extreme case. But I remember not too long ago, well, this is before I started traveling a lot, but I brought pre-workout. And of course, the pre-workout that I brought was flagged for like a bomb device or something crazy like that. And so <laughs> I just remember it causing this big ordeal. It felt super embarrassing at the time, and they had to test it and hold me back. And it was like, I, I got to the point where I was like, just, just take it, just throw it away. I don't, I don't even want it, but I still had to stand there and wait and answer questions. And so it just can cause a big fiasco that nine times out of 10, you probably don't want to deal with. And it's just, it's just inconvenient. So fun fact, I did learn this, that you actually can bring alcohol with you through TSA. 
If it's less than the 3.4 ounces, you can put it in your carry-on. So think like those little shooters. It has to fit in that single quart size bag. And yes, you can bring, you know, normal size bottles in your bag. So I didn't know this, but apparently that's a thing that people travel with their own alcohol and, you know, have a drink before the flight. I'm not a big drinker before flights because usually it's a long journey ahead. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for a hangover and I'm pregnant right now. So obviously that, that doesn't go, but to each their own. I thought that was kind of interesting to learn. Now with all liquids, they all liquids count have to be less than 3.4 ounces. So even like creams, dips, and spreads. But another interesting thing that you can bring, you actually can bring baby food, toddler food, formula, even those little puree pouches are considered medically necessary liquids that you can bring an amount greater than the 3.4 ounces. So now that you kind of have an overview of the things that could get flagged with TSA, Let's talk about just like some of the best snacks, some of the things that you're going to have no issues with. You'll get through the line easy and they're going to keep you not only full, but satisfied on your long journey ahead. So number one, I love just prepackaged snacks like nuts, trail mix, dried fruits, granola bars, crackers. You could even do, you know, cut up veggies, buy your hummus or buy, you know, a dip at the airport if they have it, or you could even do your own dried chickpeas or beans, or make your own, you know, they, they sell those in the packets at the grocery store, but they're super easy to make yourself. You just rinse them, dry them, you know, sprinkle them with olive oil, salt, pepper, spices like, you know, cayenne or paprika, things like that. Roast it at 450 degrees for 20 to 30 minutes till they're crispy. And then boom, you have a delicious high protein, high fiber snack that's kind of crunchy that you can munch on. And it doesn't cost you $20 at the airport. Some other easy items include cheese and crackers, fresh fruit. I personally would probably only do like apples. Like I would imagine bananas don't really travel well, but you could even do like oranges or clementines, things like that. And you could also even do like those nut butter packs. Now, again, peanut butter would count or just any sort of nut butter would count as that spread. So this would be a situation where you may want to get the individual packets of things because it's just easier to travel. There's less of a mess. I love the like Justin's almond butter packets because you can literally eat an apple. You don't need any utensils. You just put the nut butter on whatever it is you're eating and grab and go. So it's super easy. What about meals? Let's say you're on a budget or you just, maybe you're going through some dietary things. Maybe you're in that phase of gentle nutrition when it comes to your relationship with food. And so you're exploring things. So it's not really that you can't eat at the airport, but you're like, I just, I just want to know what I'm eating. I want to plan ahead. I want to know that what I'm going to eat is going to make me feel good. And it's from a place of nourishment, not dieting or restriction, which if you're listening to this, I know you probably relate that I remember many a times where it was like, I need to bring my food because I have to control and I don't trust myself to make those choices in a new environment. So you could do things like, you know, grain-based salad, like quinoa, brown rice, maybe add in some beans or roasted vegetables. You know, you could eat that cold, or you could even do like a lentil bean type salad that's cold and easy, grab and go. But you could also do, you know, a leafy green salad with dressing on the side or tuna packs or a good old PB&J, a peanut butter jelly sandwich. 
deli meat, you know, depending on the time. Again, remember, you don't want to have meats within that danger zone of temperature where it could get too warm. You could get sick and that would not be a fun way to start your trip with some food poisoning. So, you know, think just what's going to be easiest and also think about the time frame in which you're going to be traveling. Another super easy meal that I like to do just because it's easy and again, predictable and you know that it's there if, you, if you're unfamiliar with the airport that you'll be at is oatmeal packs. You could do an oatmeal packet. A lot of times they have even just oatmeal containers. And then when you're on the airplane, just ask for hot water. You can add in your own dried fruits or nuts and seeds and voila, super can be high protein, high fiber breakfast, or, you know, it doesn't even have to be breakfast. It can be lunch. It could be dinner. It could be a snack just to get you through till, till the next leg in your journey. Now, how do I pack the snacks? So again, it's easiest if you just kind of put everything in one section. So use, you know, the big clear plastic bags or containers for snacks, you know, try to keep all your snacks, all your, you know, liquids or supplements or powders, whatever it is, just keep it in one spot so that you can just pull it out. And it's really easy for TSA to identify what it is. That's going to allow you to get through the checkpoint fast and easy without all the drama, but also just in case like things spill or crumble, just it's there. It's not going to cause a mess. And if it does, you just take the bag and you throw it away. And the last few things I want to share with you that I just, I can't travel without I have to usually have a reusable water bottle because that is one thing that definitely gets out of whack when you travel is your bowel movements and your hydration. So if you have a water bottle with you, you're more likely to stay hydrated. I also love to do electrolyte packets, maybe even like some you know flavor packets. If the water tastes weird when you travel, um, supplements or powders. If you do do protein powders, or I've brought Ravy, which is like a mineral supplement powder type drink. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's something I really love right now. I drink it definitely when I travel. I feel like it just makes a difference in how I feel and regulating my bowels. But you want to try to keep powders less than 12 ounces, or again, they're going to make it a big deal. So portion out what you need, put it in a bag. It may look sketch or put it in some sort of nice container and you shouldn't have any issues. You could also do instant coffee. If you, you know, depending on the time when you're traveling, do a little instant coffee packets. You know, you could ask for just hot water or you could do it over ice water. Super easy, you know, disinfecting wipes, AirPods, my headphones. I also love my infinity Lululemon scarf because that's like a blanket and a scarf all in one. And then I always love carrying like these face wipes or little cotton swabs with micellar water just to freshen up your face. Again, depending on how long you're traveling and where you're going. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And I also hope more importantly that maybe it's inspired you to book the next trip to not let food or your body or anything hold you back from living your best, most exciting travel adventure filled life. And if you have your own experiences with traveling with snacks or things that you've just found really work well for you, please, please, please share this on Instagram, tag us at KT Hake at Fit Friends Happy Hour, or also click the link in the show notes to join our free community where we keep the conversation going. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. 
If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.